Well, hello, hello, and howdy doody to you, Tootie. <laughs> That's right. We are back. The two ball dads are back, coming in your ear holes like we do every Thursday, but this time with a bit of a twist. That's right. I'm Chris. Wa- oh no! <laughs> cut it! Cut it! No, that's right. I'm I'm actually Matt. Um, listeners of the show will know me as the one that isn't Chris. Um, we're famously hard to tell apart because of our boldness, um, which is our only distinguishing feature. But I'm not alone. I am joined by an incredibly special guest. Um, there was a lot of listeners out there that said she didn't actually exist, um, but she she is real, and I can say that she's a, a long-suffering, beautiful bulldog-like in her tenacity, in her tenacity only, and we've established that. <laughs> Everyone, please give a warm welcome. I don't know how you're going to do that, but if you're in your cars, p- please clap because we're sitting here with my Amber, my Amber. Say hello to the Two Bald Dads universe. Hello, Two Bald Dads universe. Oh, listen to that. She does exist. She does exist. And let, I just want to start off by asking you a question. Um, now, you've you've never seen me pod live before. Um, you've caught me potting in the shower to no one. But is this, do you find this alluring? It's, well, first of all, it's a lie. I've never seen you no, you've got to, you've got to keep Sorry, it Sorry, I'm, I'm here to squash all of the, the lies you tell. I will be heavily... I'm here for revenge. I'll be heavily editing this podcast. <laughs> so, alluring, yes, sure. Oh, thank you. As a, we're, we are... Uh, hmm. Listeners will, will remember we've recently moved into a new estate, uh, but we're still in that unpacking process um, so we are hunched over a tiny table right now, <laughs> and I'm getting shooting pains up the back of my head. <laughs> Do I hate this? Yeah. All right, my Amber, my Amber, you have been waiting some 60-ish episodes to get on, and you're finally here, so let's hear it. Why don't you, why don't you give us a little bit of insight into you and what makes you tick as a person? I want to get... <laughs> There, I want to get. I want to find out what's causing this issue for you. What issue? <laughs> I don't. Know, I got lost in the moment. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I'm Amber. I'm Matt's wife. Um, I don't really know what to say about myself. I we have you know an almost two year old little boy. So how long have you been a mum for then? Almost two. I guess you could that say plus sense. nine months. I'll give it a rest. Oh, well, like that when they're in there. <laughs> um, and yeah, I work. I mother. I have several jobs. I look after you. Okay. Well, <laughs> well that sounds like a thrilling life that you lead. And and again, uh, like we've been we've been sort of geeing this up all week. Uh, the Shaz who was on last week, who I thought did a pretty good job. Just um, so good. She got some overwhelmingly positive feedback, so it's not it's not like we're now in direct competition with them. <laughs> but I have been sort of making sure that Amber's going to be better. I do have to be the more superior wife. That's it. Because you're the lesser superior of the two. That's <laughs> <laughs> my feelings to hear you say that. I have to carry the team. You have to carry the team. In what way? <laughs> Sorry. All right. Let's look. <laughs> I think the good thing about Chris and Chaz was is that their conversation flowed. You can tell they had great chemistry. <laughs> now, you and I lack that. 
So we're just going to have to make, we're going to have to fake it. All right, we'll try. We'll try our best. A bit of a peel behind the curtain, as we like to do here from time to time. Amber has been guzzling rosé. <laughs> I really have. To try. <laughs> to try and get better. And look, I, I'm probably more nervous than her. You know, Chris is often, you know, he does all most of the serious talking and I'm here, I just do the funny stuff. And now I'm the funny one. No, but right now I have to do all the serious talking <laughs> and the funny stuff. Oh. oh, very good. I see you glancing over at your phone I've there. Got my notes. You've got your notes. That's good. Chris is a note taker as well. Do you want me to start well. with my section? You have a section? <laughs> I have a section. Is it what? Well, well you asked me a question before. Someone asked you a question. Well, this wasn't approved. <laughs> okay. It's all right. So the question is, I'm going to, I'm going to name, I'm going to say some things that you said about me on the pod. Oh, <laughs> and no. And the question is, should I pod divorce you right now? Uh, a classic pod divorce. <laughs> Um, uh, we'll see how this goes. I might edit this. So I've mixed a little bit of in the pod and off the pod just to give, you know, the listeners a bit of a taste in the life of Amber. So <laughs> on the pod, should I divorce you because you called me a lethargic lover? <laughs> Look, <laughs> I was joking. I was obviously joking there. I think... I think you shouldn't divorce me because of that. I think you you knew what you were getting into when you married me, and I will I will probably preface a lot of what you're about to say with that. All right, I'll just do I'll run I'll reel off a couple for okay, you. Okay, go on. All right, you've called me a bad mother, a lethargic lover, uh-huh. a bulldog. In your tenacity only. <laughs> and then in our normal at home conversations this week. You have said, I long for something better. <laughs> I long for something better. <laughs> and, wait, this is my favourite one. Okay. I wish I didn't choose you as my life partner. <laughs> <laughs> when, when referring to my medical diagnosis. When, when you say them all back to back, sure, it doesn't, paint, sound a, bad, it doesn't paint a very positive picture, but they are all taken out of context. Well, now. I tried to go back and find some positive things that you had said. That would be And hard, I listened though. to episode after episode and I couldn't find any. Look, I'll, look, I'll just say a blanket sorry. Um, we, you know, here, here at Shea Gog, in our, our new residence, we have been dealing with a, some chronic illness across the board. Our son was diagnosed with coronavirus, <laughs> shockingly enough. They later on told us that it wasn't COVID, just something called coronavirus, and we... We kind of floated the idea with them of having a rebranding of that coronavirus because I don't like you're going to be shocked when you hear that your son has coronavirus. And I think, Amber, you've picked up some sort of <laughs> super AIDS because of it, haven't you? You've been on your deathbed. I have something. And the two old dads universe are grateful that you have pulled yourself out, guzzled some rose, and now you're ready to talk to us. And look, all right, look, we, we've spoken about off-pod. Uh, a lot of people have suggested that I'm in trouble after every pod. And I would say at this point it's like every third pod. Would that you? I listen to. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, Amber can be described as a casual listener at best. Sure. While, while no, Shaz look. last week was rattling off all the parts, uh, <laughs> Amber has asked me some very funny questions about this leading up, which leads me to believe that you don't <laughs> listen that much. 
Look, I mm. you don't get in trouble after every pod. I knew what I was getting into, and I think you like to uh, be the shock jock of the, the shock the jock. Two, two bold dads that's duo. Right. Um, <laughs> so that's fine. I'll okay. let you go. All right, thank you very I won't much. Divorce thank you. you very much. All right, so we've got, as Chris would say, a huge show today. Where it is the wives' edition, part two. Uh, the wives finally get a chance to speak. Chris and I have been trying to snuff it out for our whole existence, but due to overwhelming demand, the people have requested to have you on and to answer some questions. But first, as we always do, um, you know, we usually have our dad moments of the week, but we'd love to hear what, I mean, you can pick for a whole year or almost two years you were, is that how old he is? (laughs) Your son. Yeah, him. (laughs) Um, you so get, hit me. What is your what's your dad moment or your mum moment? Sorry. So I was thinking about a mum moment, and I had a couple, um, but I thought probably the most you know notable one. Was, more more on brand on our brand. <laughs> it's actually a bit on Chris's brand, really. <laughs> so um, Cooper had been also oh, is it Whooper? <laughs> I don't think it matters at this point. <laughs> So Cooper was probably riding <laughs> probably riding a bike, I don't know, a little trike for maybe like three days prior to uh, the incident. Yeah, he'd only just learned. Yeah, and he'd only just got his feet on it. But I was like, you know, he's a little daredevil. And I was like, what's the best way to build some character? Which is, I'm sure, what Chris thinks all the time. Yeah. And so um, we were on the driveway and I thought, Matt's at the bottom. I'm midway down up the driveway why don't we just let him go and see what happens? Let me um, <laughs> let me just interject there. Um, let me let me paint a picture of this driveway, if I may. It, I'm, I think it was like seventy five degrees, <laughs> and not only that, it's got like a right angle turn in it, <laughs> which is where you were standing. I was I saw this unfolding, <clears throat> and I thought, oh, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> But you're at the, you didn't really stop me, though. I know. I thought it wasn't going to go well, but then I was also like, but I want to see how this goes. So we've popped him on his little track. I've taken him halfway up the 70-degree angle driveway, concrete driveway. Yeah. And I've let him go. And I reckon maybe like a metre in, yeah. you've got the death wall. <laughs> and his poor little arms weren't strong enough to hold on. And lucky dad jumped in and caught him halfway up the hill, but that was pretty good. Yeah, and let's not undersell how heroic (laughs) I was in that moment. We often talk about your dad instincts kicking in or all that sort of stuff. And again, that must have been quite alluring to you to see me dive onto this concrete, probably broken (laughs) glass on there. Who knows what it was, but I didn't care. And I, I just saved our son because you didn't put a helmet on him, did you? No, no helmets fit like a one-year-old. <laughs> now, people question my bad mother call, but you're throwing, oh. your, son, <laughs> you're throwing your son down a steep driveway. And he's only been able to ride a bike for three days. A what? A bike. <laughs> let, me, um, let me also peel back the curtain a little bit. There's nothing my lovely and talented <laughs> wife finds funnier than when someone misspeaks. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Which I often do. 
<laughs> it gets me every time. So that that's your you you've gone through the archives of your mind, mm. the the annals of your brain. Well, I guess I don't know if I was really going to go for some more. <laughs> They're all okay. around hurting you more, potentially hurting him, which I feel yeah. Chris a little bit. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> me, me and Chris get on so well because you and him are so similar. <laughs> I don't mean to, but it's like you know you get a bit tardy as they get older. <laughs> You want to push the boundaries yeah. a little bit. You're like, oh, you build his character. Yeah, like you know, my thing for the longest time, he want, it, it, for the longest time, he would just walk to a an edge and walk off. <laughs> yep. And I was like, we just need to find an appropriately sized edge that's going to hurt him a little bit, but not like permanently hurt him. Like just like shock him into yep. stopping doing it. Like a soft, soft, fall. yeah, a soft like edge. a grassy edge, like we a meter drop. But we never found the perfect edge, unfortunately. <laughs> And, you know, we'll live with those regrets forever. And I, I long for the perfect edge. Don't you? I long for the next segment. <laughs> That's a good segue, segue actually. Thank so you. Very good. Um, so much, much like last week, we put it out to the people because we're a Power to the People podcast exclusively um, to get some questions in, some burning questions. And we know there have been a few burning questions. People... People got in touch in their single digits, um, <laughs> but it was people got in touch via our Instagram page at twoboarddads underscore pod or our our email address at twoboarddad69 at hotmail. Oh, very good, very very good. Yes. So what we're going to do here is we're going to read through some of these questions from. What have become your adoring fans? You're a minor <laughs> celebrity on the show. I'm a major celebrity, obviously. I'm the, if we're tearing, like I like to tear my Amber, utensils. Shaz, Chris Matt. No, I don't think so. I would say that I'm sort of like a 1A, like the star. Chris is a B, and then you and Shaz are somewhere off the page. I don't know. But you're on there. You're on there anyway. All right, so we have some questions, some burning, burning questions. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in reverse chronological order here. <laughs> All right. What do you think of that? Whatever. <laughs> All right, so the name is all one way, and I don't really know how to say it, but it's Murray Magnus. <laughs> I think, is that it? Do you know that I person? I don't know. Okay, so... Marie Magnus writes in and says, <laughs> what is your least favorite thing about parenting? Ooh. Um, so probably the early wake-ups for sure. What early wake-ups? <laughs> that you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, like on the rare occasion I look, no, when no, I have to on, do I, it. I take, I take great offense to that. <laughs> My wife has concocted... Damn it, damn it, damn it. Concocted Sorry, a, uh, an autoimmune disease that just so one of the symptoms <laughs> happens to be that she can't wake up early anymore. And I'm more mad that I didn't think of that. Think of that obvious lie. <laughs> so the early the early wake ups. Yeah, definitely. You are you are a rester. <laughs> If I had to describe your mum well. It's my thyroid. Okay. All right. Well, we don't know about that. Um, All right. Then Maria Magnus also writes in and says, your birthing injury? (laughs) If you don't want to talk about that, that's fine. (laughs) Seems oddly oddly graphic. 
what about it? It just, <laughs> that's all, that's all it said. It said your birthing injury? Yes. Okay, you did have a birthing injury. Well, yeah, but like to walk away unscathed from that is pretty rare. It's quite an ordeal, isn't it? It's quite it? an ordeal. So, I mean, I know, wasn't there. All but. I've got is, you know, two autoimmune diseases and a, a full MRs. <laughs> Edit that. Edit that. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's got to stay in now. All right. Okay. So your least favorite thing about parenting is the wake-ups that you don't do. <laughs> yes. That's good. Well, it's kind of annoying when he wakes up and then yeah. I hear you ruffling around. It must disturb you a bit, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. As I'm like peeling myself out of bed at 5 a.m. Okay. All right. Let's not mention the thyroid anymore, okay? <laughs> All right, and now this is exciting, this one, because this is by the real Caitlin Clark. Oh, is she from The Real Housewives? I don't know. I can't. I don't watch that show anymore. Anymore. (laughs) But we've often been contacted by a fake Caitlin Clark in the the past, so it's good that the real one's finally gotten in touch. It said, how does Amber constantly look like a mega amazing babe while simultaneously being amazing at her job? Wow. Bore fest. (laughs) Well, look, shout out to that listener. She obviously uh, knows me very well. Uh, God. <laughs> That's exactly what you say. I don't oh, remember no, saying that I you're love amazing you, job. You sweetheart. <laughs> all right, all right. Now, we've got... We- we have a friend of the show that's gotten in touch previously. Mm-hmm. She's uh, asked a question, and this is um, one of the greatest hockey players of all time, Wayne Gretzky, has got in touch. <laughs> All the way from Ontario, Canada. Thanks, thanks, Wayne. Good to hear from you again, the great one, the only man I'd have sex with. But it says, did you prefer Matt Bald or when he was holding on to a whisper of hair he once had? Again, wow. which that also hurts my feelings. <laughs> to be honest, just for comedic value, I prefer the whisper. <laughs> You Especially when, the, for the first year of our relationship, I never saw you without a hat on. Or if I was, <laughs> or I, would, in bed. I would always walk down downwind <laughs> and constantly be or turning. suspiciously in lifts. <laughs> <laughs> what, like shoes? What did that have to do with anything? You're always taller. I can't ever see the wisp. <laughs> That's right. They were my high heel days. <laughs> so you preferred the wisp. I, I can grow the wisp again. Just for again. comedic note, you can't. I can. Where? It would be more wispy now. <laughs> it would be more wispy. It'd be a wispy Devon. Look, I'm all right. <laughs> I've got like a whole log of Devon going on at the moment. It's bad. Um, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. All right. We have Life of Katie Williams has gotten in touch. Um, now, you and her don't know each other very well. Strangers. She's written, Amber, what is your most shameful mum moment of date? Now, I think she's trying to get, like a lot of a lot of people feel better about themselves by hearing how bad we are on mm, the pod. Okay. And it, look, if we can do that for people, that's great. And I think, I think Kate would love to hear, only because you're such a great mum, <laughs> some of the shameful things that you've done, which... If I take my being nice hat off and put my being normal mat hat back on, there are many of those. My most shameful. I don't know. There's a couple. Okay. <laughs> that, that is uh, 
entirely in line with what I just said. I don't know. Probably, probably it's probably because it's so fresh, the recent one, where I was trying to convince Matt that Cooper didn't need another coronavirus swab. <laughs> and we had, you know, some heated words about how he had to go through the COVID swab process again. And I didn't want it. And Matt wanted it. I mean, in all fairness, our family as a whole... Is like we must be one of the top ranked <laughs> coronavirus swabbed families. Honestly, we've had so many. I have a hole directly from my nostril into my brain. I bet that's what it's from. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I didn't want to do it. Matt wanted to do it, and then so I finally did it, and we went and got it done. And turns out he had three major viruses and pneumonia. <laughs> And I, uh, so, yeah. pretty shameful, pretty and bad mum move for Good me. thing is, is that I'm not really a I told you so kind of guy. No, I haven't heard about it at all. So I kind of let that sort of stuff slide. <laughs> okay, well that's, I mean that does not paint a good picture of you as a mother. <laughs> I am a good mum though. You are, you are a good mum. I guess this is a largely, um, you think by this many episodes I would have realised that this is a largely audio medium and people couldn't have seen me make that face. <laughs> All right, so uh, Emma Goganowski. Uh, oh, I know she's been trying to shed that last name for years. Awful last name. <laughs> but it, uh, people don't forget Emma. Uh, she has written in. How does she deal with the pain of being married to you? Now a I will. Great question. I will say that this was sent from the Two Bald Dads account, so we can't be confident that she's talking about me. Oh. She could be talking about me or Chris. Right, okay. But if it was but wasn't the me, question questions for Amber specifically? Yeah, she didn't she didn't specific she, she did not use pronouns about who she is talking about. Uh, what was the question again? How does she deal with the pain of being married to you? Look, I drink a lot of alcohol. <laughs> That's That's it. That's yeah. how you deal with it. I drink a lot of alcohol. Um I, I'm really good at um, ignoring... Yeah, I was going to say, you found, you've found <laughs> begun to zone me out. You're just in like a little... It's like I've put you on mute. Yeah. You're just sort of shaking in the corner. Now, I remember when we were first together and you said, geez, it's really weird how your family just sort of puts you on mute. <laughs> Mr. Selfie. Yeah, so as to not be annoyed by you. And you said, oh, I won't do that. I'll never do that. And look what's happening now after all these years. Oh, you had your fingers crossed. That's very good. All right, so we are getting towards the end of the listener questions. There were three by someone called Amber Gogger. Oh. <laughs> well, she sounds um, delightful. Look, I will, I will just – I'll read one of these that were <laughs> very positive towards you. Uh, it says, is having a bald husband a strategy to always look better than him? <laughs> Coming from you, that is also quite hurtful. God, she sounds so smart and God. beautiful. Unbelievable. Yes. Okay, good. I specifically went and sought out a bald husband. How did you know I was bald? I was looking for the wisp. The wisp. <laughs> the wisp in the wind. All right, now we are on to what was, you know, some of the best content from last week was the content that I contributed to their <laughs> show. Now, unfortunately, it won't be the same with Chris's contributions, but we will give him a go and see what he's got here. Chris has some burning questions oh, no. he'd like to ask you. Question the first, what is one annoying trait about your husband that you're, to- that you're starting to see in your toddler? Oh. 
Um, probably the like fact that he does not stop moving or making noise. <laughs> he is he is a bit of a wiggle worm, and he, he does is not often stop. loud, isn't he? Yeah, and so anytime I'm sitting with you, you are both just moving some part of your body. I famously am an air drummer. Yes, and you've taught him <laughs> and to I've air taught drum. him to air drum. So we're together. We're forming quite an air percussion duo. And if we were to have a few more kids, we could potentially get together some sort of air band that we could take on the road. Look, as long as air bands don't make noise. Well, famously they don't. That's the whole thing about that. I'm fine with that. I'll stay home. Well, okay, good. (laughs) Well, who needs you? You could be our air manager. I decline. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, here is another question from Chris, which I think you're particularly going to find this interesting. We all know Amber's favourite band is Tenacious D. I think because of your tenacity, your bulldog-like tenacity, which is one of your greatest qualities. Uh, But which song from their hit album, The Pick of Destiny, is her favourite? Chris knows me so well. Is it A, truly madly tenaciously? B, I am... I am tenacious bulldog, hear me roar. Or C, sweet tenacious child of mine. Over to you, Ambrosky. <laughs> Do you think Chris was just like, fuck, 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 I've got to think of some questions and he just made this up? Do you want to hear the options again? <laughs> a. <clears throat> a, truly madly tenaciously. B, I am a tenacious bulldog, hear me roar. I get the inferences. Okay, all right. Well, I just wasn't sure. <laughs> and I still... You still I stand by with what I say. Truly, madly, tenaciously. <laughs> yes. That classic Savage Garden Tenacious yes. D crossover. I don't know who Tenacious D is, nor do I care. Ooh, t- <laughs> take that, Jack Black and other guy. <laughs> he's bald, so he's one of the brothers. I don't know who they are. Okay, no worries. Your jokes are lost on me. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> this one's for Amber. After Matt revealed the devastating news that he was balding and had been keeping it away from you for many years, how did you handle handle such deception and manage to overcome it as a couple? <laughs> well, I actually found out when Matt was drunk in Vegas. Uh, it was in New York. <laughs> was it? Get your story I thought it was Vegas. right. Anyway, and he rings me to tell me that he's got something very important to tell me and I need to be sitting down to hear it. And obviously I just met this guy, so I was like, I really like him. Wait, which guy? What's he... Oh, just his guy. <laughs> What's he going to tell me? And I was like, look, he's over in, like, America. Of course he's cheated on me. Like, something like this has happened. Anyway, and we get to the end of the conversation and he says, I'm going bald. <laughs> and I don't think I've laughed so much in my life. <laughs> And I just, like, I was just like, I know. Like, I already knew. I believe the quote was, I fucking know, you idiot. (laughs) I fucking know, you idiot. So I wasn't even surprised. It wasn't a revelation. But I I, I knew. I'm pretty confident, like, I was keeping it from everyone. I think you've done a stellar job. Thank you. And still to this day, there are people that doubt whether, (laughs) think that this is a choice. After years of the wisp. After years? Look, I, I'm like David Bowie. It almost added like a metre when it was up. It was, up oh, right. it was good. It used to get me on rides at the carnival that I wasn't allowed to go on. You're like nine. Yep. It's, uh, time has not been cruel. It has not been kind to me, unfortunately. Okay, so 
you dealt with the deception by being preempting that you knew about the deception. <laughs> I just laughed. Okay. I thought it was cute. All right. And Chris's final question, which is bringing to close our lockdown two-week wife spectacular extravaganza Tony Danza. Um, we've been living through this oppressive lockdown. It's like we're in bloody communist Russia. <laughs> I've never seen more people at the park, <laughs> more people out and about. But, you know, we've been getting through it, doing everything we can. But... You know, one of the one of the great things from that is that we've been able to have the gals on, and we will sign off with this question, and then some things after that. <laughs> Amber's father has described Matt as an ethnic and a pussy soccer player. <laughs> oh, good. Does he still share these views, or has he finally come around to his disappointment of a son-in-law? I think he still shares these views. <laughs> I don't think the ethnic thing will ever leave, considering his daughter is now Amber Goganovsky. <laughs> That's a tough pill to swallow, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> um, but I think probably more than that is the bet that you lost <laughs> that makes you a disappointing son-in-law. I've, yeah, and I'm I'm pretty confident that that'll uh, blow over quite soon, much like my hair did. It's been like five weeks. It has been over a year. <laughs> Really? I, I'm in a betting ring with my father-in-law and my brother-in-law, and I lost $600 bet. Um, I begged them not to let me bet. <laughs> I begged them, but they forced me to, and I'm pretty sure they forced me to because they knew I would lose. <laughs> so, yes, so you reckon they've just come to accept me as a disappointment. They haven't yeah. gotten past my many flaws. Well, the ethnic flaw. That seems awfully <laughs> racist. Uh, but there's pussy soccer player, I guess. They don't really... He's never seen you play soccer, so... And I was a tough one. I was You're a tough good. boy. Yeah. It's a tough boy out there, You're wasn't I? a tough I? boy out there. It's a big tough boy out in the soccer field. <laughs> okay, Chris then messaged me and said, do you want any more questions? To which I quickly replied, no. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that a question for me? No, no, no. Oh. Oh, what? So Chris was asking you if you want any more. What's that mean? <laughs> Oh, no, oh, nothing, no. I swear. Why has this come Chris out and I just friends. But that, <laughs> guys, that brings us to the to the closing moments. I won't say the end because it's not the end. Amber is scurryingly, excitedly getting her phone up because it's time for the mum joke of the week. But before we go to the mum joke of the week, much like Chris did, I would like to say, excuse me, before I cough, I would like to say, Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Um, thank you for putting up with me as a person. There are a lot of wives that uh, would have left for some of the things I've said on this podcast, but I'm glad I forced you while you were drunk to sign that legally binding document saying that anything I say in this pod cannot be used against me. But, you know, you're a, you're a great wife, you're a better mum, and I'm, I appreciate you in my life, and thank you for saving the day for this podcast. And maybe you'll actually listen to this one. <laughs> We're going to listen straight after, right? All right. So here it is, our Wives Edition, part two, My Amber, Mum Joke of the Week. Hit, hit us with your best shot. All right. But you have to look at me when I do this because I know you find this funny. Why did the cookie cry? I don't know. Why did the cookie cry? Because his mother was a waffer so long. <laughs> 
That is good. That is, no, I love confectionery-based jokes. <laughs> you like the popcorn one? Yeah, I like the popcorn one too. Go on, what's that one? Um, what did the mum popcorn... No, what did the baby pop... What did the baby corn say to the mum corn? I don't know. What did the baby corn say to the mum corn? Where is the popcorn? Where's popcorn? <laughs> Very good. She's got one for all confectionery and we'll get it back on. But guys, that has been that has been part two of our wives edition. I think we're gonna to have to circle back around to this, maybe get you guys both on it at one time. Maybe you guys can host an episode. Ooh. You guys have been surprisingly confident. <laughs> but guys, we have been the two bold dads and I have been Matt. And I have been Amber. And we will see you through the week or through the window. Goodbye. <laughs> Not as smooth as Shaz. What did she say? See ya. <laughs>